Welcome back, people. It is episode 43 of the Taxi Squad podcast. We are live and in person. We're not live. again. We're not live. I mean, and in person, <laughs> we're, we're live. Now we are, technically. Got the ficus fucking back in full effect. Ficus Mike. We got, we got Fike up in here. If you're watching this on the YouTube, Ficus Mike. <laughs> right? So... We're back in full effect. It is October 25th. You'll be listening to this on October 26th. We've got a fair amount to get into today. A hell of a strange and unusual, plural. And then we also have our usual college football breakdown, NFL talk, and, of course, a breakdown of what the World Series will become. Vinny! Sitting right next to you this time. How the fuck are you? Dude, I'm so good. Welcome back to my house. Uh, We're recording this from Casa de Glav. Casa de Glav. Uh, I am happy to have you here. I'm happy to be able to do this in the flesh, my friend. Yes. And also, like you said, a couple strange and unusuals. We got a couple teams going to championships. Oh, yeah. The NBA season is getting up and starting right now. And I heard a little quip today where it was like, the NBA season's starting, so now none of the reporters have anything to talk about because yes. all they talk about is the freaking off season, which is true. Um, but I'm excited to start watching some basketball as well. So this is actually the time of year. Where you get every single sport. Yeah, for like two weeks, it's every single it's sport, the, basically. Minus amazing. cricket, of course. Well, Cricket's a big deal. Is cricket on offseason? I have no fucking clue. But <laughs> it's like maybe they're here. I'm talking every major American sport, okay? Which America. Is, which is great. All the ones that we talk about on this podcast are finally here for a couple weeks. And this is just a reminder to think back on, what is it, like June? No, July? When yeah. you're like, hey... We got nothing. There's nothing. What are we going to talk about this week? We got to fill this time. That's insane. We're, you know, it's impossible for us to not fill this time, which is amazing. We always fill the time, people. I mean, that's something now. Just wait until like February after the Super Bowl where there's literally fucking nothing but basketball. And Mike's just like, that's what's up. We're going (laughs) to, we're going to break down all of Jay-Z's best songs. (laughs) Yeah. At that point, we just become a music podcast once February hits. Although Vince just goes on full blown tears. We talk about the NFL because off season's off season. Right. And yeah, no senior bowl. Come on. Oh God. I forgot about the senior bowl. I was on the senior bowl where all the best college players come together. (laughs) Where they're like, we definitely have to play in this extra game where it doesn't have anything to yeah, do with anything. No, but hey, no. you know what? The best thing that ever came in the Senior Bowl was Tyson Bagnet or Bagnet or whatever the fuck he's called. Bagnet. We got to learn his name. Learn his name, Mike. Bagnet. That's our guy. Bagnet. I like the Tyson's French version. Bagnet. Bagnet. Yeah, Bagnet. The French version. We have a whole Bears corner, which I'm I'm pretty jacked oh, about yeah. uh, because it's the first time we have a savior. Um, oh, fucking chill out. Tom Brady. <laughs> okay. Tom Brady of the Lakes. Calm you the know? fuck down, Tom dude. Brady of the Great Lakes, a.k.a. Tyson Bagley. We got a lot of time between then and um, But, you know, Vince, I'll let you kick off this strange and unusual. Sure. You sent this to me, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. So the world's least favorite dictator of all time was shown this weekend <laughs> on Michigan State's screen during their game against their storied rival, Michigan. Um, yeah, so essentially what happened is a photo of Mr. Adolf Hitler was displayed on a scoreboard at Michigan State as a part of the pre-game, pre-game trivia feature on Saturday. The question was, what country was Hitler born in? Oh, <laughs> And boy. the answer, for those of us that are trivia nuts, is Austria. No way! Um, so they apologized for the board. Uh, they said that it was lacks oversight or <laughs> it was a third party person who broke in there knowing they were going to do pregame trivia to me it's kind of hilarious 
to a lot of people, it's less hilarious. I don't think you're allowed to put Hitler on a scoreboard during a game, Mike. I just think what's even funnier is there's like an ad for Duckett Brothers Distributing. Yeah. Shout out to Duckett Brothers Distributing that says, we never drop the ball. Oh, and I just think the parody shit. of all of this is fucking hilarious Do because it's like ad- right above it is a picture of Hitler. Do they get a free ad because of this? I think I would they be like, would. hey, ad money's probably, or Spin Zone, put it in reverse. I would have never looked at this advertisement ever. Well, now we're talking about but the Duckett Brothers distributing right. on the podcast. Not necessarily Duh. connect to Hitler, just, you know, happens to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. They had nothing to do, nor do they like anything to do with those people who did those things. Now that I have to work, like, if I have to work in anything like distribution, I might be going to the Duckett Brothers. We could be going to the Duckett Brothers out of Michigan baby. area. That's Shout out baby. to them. That's marketing one on one. Yeah, uh, this is definitely a hack, which I think is fantastic. And you know, <laughs> do I mean, you hey, think this whole thing's fantastic? No, I don't think it's fantastic, <laughs> uh, dude. I think Hitler's totally chill. I no, think, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. Cool. I, I don't. I'm not Kanye uh, for the record. Yeah, but I will say Kyrie. that this, yeah, yeah, this is this is horrible that somebody would do such a thing. Yeah. Is the comedy and the parody of it great? Yeah. Yes. Right, but hey, we have we have friends of the podcast. That third party source. Third party source, but hey, I <laughs> they they played Michigan that day, and it seemed seemingly like Michigan just had their way with them. They needed a new fear, <clears throat> if you know what I'm saying. Oh boy, you brought that up. Do you know though that a lot of people believe that Hitler didn't kill himself? Yes. Oh, a lot of people think he's still alive. No, he's not still alive. He'd some be like 120 think, years well, old. Some That'd people be think literally that fucking he, Okay, some people think that he booked it yeah. and ended up probably in South America. Argentina is, is technically... Which, okay, storied past. Hist- history podcast. We're talking history. There was a good two-year span where I fell asleep to history documentaries. Okay. And ended up... You run out of documentaries. You move into conspiracy podcast. Right, absolutely. Um, I started watching it, and then I started learning about the history of Argentina because that's a weird little land. Right. They have one of the biggest uh, Oktoberfests And in German the world. settlements in the world. Well, that's what I'm saying. So they have one of the biggest Oktoberfests, and there's a lot of people there that are of like are like whiter, you know? Yeah. Blonde um, hair, blue eyes. I mean, mess, like, what the like fuck like are mess, they doing like in Argentina? Messi is a good example of that. Sure. Um. And yeah, a lot of them have like a lot of German last names, which is very like, oh, I wonder why. And this can bring us back right on to like that one Canadian guy that got, you saw this, I assume. There was in Canada, they like brought in like a. Don't assume, Vincent. A, okay. In Canada, they brought in a guy and they gave him applause uh, for being a person that fought against the Russians because they were like on the side of Ukraine and Zelensky yeah. was there and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy ended up being part of like the like the Werfer or something or another division that was a Nazi. So they gave him a standing Whoa. ovation, and then the guy that brought him in and like essentially sponsored him to come there, he ended up resigning. So you're saying like Trudeau's <laughs> a, a complete fucking Nazi? They were uh, like, not, oh, not far off. They were like, yay, this is great. And then like the next day, the people were like, hey. That guy is a Nazi that's gotten away with everything for the last like fucking seventy five years. So Whoa. yeah. So that guy was a Nazi, and uh, Canada is worse than the U.S. There's your answer. Fuck hockey. Anyways, hey, well, it's it is, a, it is a it is no <laughs> hockey's a great sport, but yeah. to the point that is a strange and unusual fact for most people. A lot of people believe that a lot of a lot of these guys who are part of the you know Nazi party mm-hmm. all got on submarines, booked it. To fucking Argentina fucking and disappeared. Fucking ships at some point, dude. 
Yeah. You just go. No so they, they never truly found the remains of Hitler, even though they claimed to, but there wasn't like a fucking body or some shit. Cyanide. You know what I'm yeah, supposedly. Cyanide. It smells like a cooked up story. But at the end of the day, hey, military industrial complex could be headed for number three. But hey, hey. for the other strange <laughs> and unusual, uh, Dwight Howard. Yes. This is interesting. Fun, f- fun friend of... The Taxi Squad podcast, shout out to Zach in St. Louis, brought yes. this up to us. Mm-hmm. And he basically said, hey, did you see Dwight Howard sucking dick? And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and uh, yeah, basically, that's what happened. There's Dwight no video. There's no video. Like there's video. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's no video. You see cool video? <laughs> but we are back with the sexual side of Strange and Unusual. Yeah. And with all that being said, there are allegations or were allegations that basically Dwight Howard admit to sucking a pain. So this is a thing. Yeah. That's why LeBron got rid of him on the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so there's this guy named Stephen Howard who essentially had a relationship with Dwight Howard in some way or another. He then claimed sexual assault against Dwight Howard. Um, this happened in 2021. So I remember when the story came out initially, and this is what I was saying earlier to you, where now it's kind of all coming to pass, and they are currently in a court situation, or he came out with a statement. He said their relationship, while true, was also consensual. Um, and my thought was, this is probably not the first guy, won't be the last guy. And this is just the one situation where one dude that likes to go both ways or go one way or whatever it may be, gets caught and then is forced to out himself because fucking Stephen Howard was like, hey, you did this shit to me when it seems like all of the evidence now is going against that. So, Stephen Howard, if this is true, then I'm sorry. And if it's untrue, you're an asshole. It's kind of where I feel. Well, I mean, hey, it's like the the whole thing that happened with... Um, oh, man, the guy who pitched for the Dodgers. What was his name? Who... Clayton Kershaw? <laughs> no, no, no. The guy who got outed for potentially, like, allegedly punching that girl in the face and then realized oh, it was a big Trevor money Oh, Trevor Bauer. Grab. Yeah. Because that all came out, too, and it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. Trevor oh, Bauer yeah. didn't do a thing. It was consensual, yep. and then he has the text messages to prove that she was just a money-hungry hoe. Yeah. But now the tables have turned, and now it's a money-hungry man and another hungry man for something else. <laughs> but supposedly, <laughs> allegedly, Dwight Howard forcibly tried to give this man fellatio, which I don't understand how that works. How do you forcibly do that to somebody? It doesn't it doesn't compute. It sounds like a difficult situation. You think he got down there? He's like, this thing is just not getting up. I'm thinking scientifically that's very confusing. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> yeah. Just based on how boners like happen, he... dude. <laughs> I don't know if that's... I don't know how that happens, but... I'm honestly, I'm not even trying to to dissect how that happens in real time. I'm just like, what, well, how or what? But yeah, no, I do. I do have sympathy for Dwight Howard here because if it weren't true, like that does suck. Because you know there's like an automatic stigma that's going against him and like people are like fucking Dwight Howard likes dudes. It's like. That's not I mean, hey, gonna, love who you're going to love. What it's I'm just saying, like, don't forcibly try and give grown-ass men boys. You know what I'm saying? Correct. So there's two sides of this. It's like, if he did it, then fuck you. You're the worst. Um, and if he didn't, like, this does, it does suck. Because it's like now people look at him differently than maybe he wanted them to. So fucking 
God damn it. What a new story. Though. Do you think he put on sticks? Oh, oh, it's magic to give homage oh, to oh, his days oh, back oh, of the magic. magic. It could have. I mean, who knows? Don't this could forget, be going on he was for the most dominant man in the NBA for two to three years. He was, and he was dominating other men, other places. Anyways. Maybe then. Maybe Maybe, then. maybe, maybe but quite strange <laughs> and 100% unusual. That is unusual. That's for sure unusual. Very strange. You know what's not unusual? What? Shaving your face. Oh, I need to do that. I need to do it, too. Oh, Got a little man. five o'clock shadow going. Oh, man. You know, mine's a little more than a five. <laughs> yeah, you. But hey, bearded Vince is a, is a good Vince, it's especially always, with the becoming yeah. fall season. Yeah, which is a little delayed fall here in Chicago. Quite yep. quite great. I mean, it was seventy five degrees here yesterday. Yeah. and I mean, what more can you say other than we have an Indian summer, which is great. And what does that mean? You never heard of that? No. It's all about the farmers' almanacs. Ah, so basically, yes. like, I know, a, like an, right. it's okay. like an elongated summer that one could say it's like an Indian summer. Got right? it. Okay. So that's the technical definition of that okay. here in the Midwest. Technical? Semi. So I was like, I don't know how technical that was. Whatever. Are you anyway. trying to get your almanac information from the world's greatest sports podcast? <laughs> what? Check it out here. <laughs> Whether yeah. you're either trying to get the greatest weather? farmer's almanac <laughs> and weather info. Or you're trying to shave your face. You should shave your face with our wonderful friends at Henson Shaving Company. This part of today's episode is brought to you by none other than our friends at Henson Shaving. If you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you already know that we swear by Henson Shaving. We've been using them for months and there really isn't a better product out there. The Henson razor puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. This razor is made by using CNC machines to aerospace standards. That's right, rocket ships, people. That means it's made to very tight tolerances, meaning that the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. It's literally one blade. Be, be safe. Please be safe. They're very sharp. You twist on the top and you get to work. It's that easy. We remember the beard bet. You remember me shaving off the whole thing. If you need to watch somebody use it, go on my Instagram and check it out because it's really that easy. Cost ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is essentially $177 less than normal cartridge razors. They're sustainable. It's precise. It's Henson shaving. It's got a nice weight to it. It's made out of metal. None of this plastic garbage. So please use the promo code the Taxi Squad. T-H-E-T-A-X-I. S-Q-U-A-D at checkout and you'll receive a hundred pack of blades free with the purchase of the razor. So you go on the site, you add the razor that you're looking for, and then you add a hundred pack of razors, you'll get those for free. For most users, this amount of blades will last you two to five years depending on how often you shave. So that promo code again is the taxi squad at HensonShaving.com. Go check it out. College football talks. Vince and I weren't together this weekend for the college footballs, mm -hmm. but uh, best believe from afar, he was busting my balls. We FaceTimed. <laughs> we FaceTimed. About my lovely USC Trojans, which we will get into. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, I got some fun facts about that team, which is coming up. But a new fun fact in one of the newest and latest and greatest college football scandals coming out of the NCAA football world is that Jim Harbaugh is now have... Uh, allegedly, allegedly yeah. cheated 
due to spying on other teams in the Big Ten. He Basically, likes to win. every team in the Big Ten. Jim Harbaugh likes to win. Yes. Any well, way possible. <laughs> that man will win in every way possible. Uh, currently ranked number two, the Michigan Wolverines, who have literally played nobody on yeah. the fucking season. Yeah, garbage. They've, like, garbage legit casual. played every bottom barrel Big Ten team. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, hey, the, the tale of the tape this year is that this kid just looks like an absolute stud. What is it? Uh, uh, McNamara? Cade McNamara? Their starting quarterback, J.J. McCarthy. J.J. McCarthy. Yeah, Cade My... McNamara is on the Iowa Hawkeyes. That's and right. That's right. But injured. he was yeah. on, if my memory serves he me He was correctly. on Michigan last year. Okay. So yes. J.J. McCarthy seems to be the true understudy of the Harbaugh guys yep. of what his quarterbacks should and will be. Now, the name to bring up here is a gentleman who has the most epic porn star name I've ever heard. A guy by the name of Connor Stallions. 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 Connor Stallions. In the Stallion Group, a United States Marine Corps veteran was outed as the alleged mastermind behind this endeavor. Yeah. Where basically he attended 11 Big Ten games, purchased tickets by himself, and then was video recording each game in order to bring back information to Jim Harbaugh. Yes. Supposedly he was trying to get the hand signals and the different audibles and also the plays of the other teams. He would pay people through Venmo, which is how they found this, because he sent GA to somebody and then bought tickets from them from both sides of the stadium, trying to figure out which one he wanted to go on to get a better vantage point. Uh, This seems pretty true at this point. It seems like it's kind of irrefutable evidence. Uh, Not surprised that Jim Harbaugh did this. None of this has surprised me in the least. I think uh, it makes a lot of sense. I heard an argument today, too, that's, it's like, hey, is this why when he goes to the playoffs not knowing who they're going to end up playing, they can never actually <laughs> strategize against them and gets fucked up in a playoff because the guy can't go to the game before and check in on them before that happens. So that's possible. Uh, they don't, obviously don't have a good record in the NCAA playoffs, but this is Jim Harbaugh who likes to win games, trying to win games as hard as he can. Well, listen, I mean, it goes back to the old – story of if you're not cheating are you trying trying. exactly i mean come on if you're not cheating are you trying i mean let's think about bill belichick yeah and you don't think i mean you don't think other nfl teams were doing that come on no they just just got caught no it was just him uh (laughs) bill belichick big cheater no way i think uh and this is the thing too because people are talking about the implications on harbaugh's job with this i wouldn't be surprised if he's an nfl head coach next year truly we talked about this before. He's going to get he's going to get suspended if this goes any further than it is already. What um, if? It's possible, man. Uh he's a smart man. He's a good coach. He's trying to cheat, ends up getting caught for it, moves up to coach the Bears. I mean, are you opposed to that? No, I like the idea. I brought this up a couple weeks ago and you were like, "No." Nah. Well, okay, here's the only reason why I think it wouldn't work. All right. Because Kevin Warren used to be the president of the Big Ten, yep. is now the Bears president of basically all operations. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, George, good old George. And Jim, not. I don't think George's moral compass would allow him to hire the Jim Harbaugh. Even though Jim Harbaugh used to be the Bears starting quarterback, yeah. Jim Harbaugh used to, you know, win games for this team way back when. And he did play 
with none other than Water Payton. Water for Payton. about a season. But yeah. at the end of the day, this is quite interesting. Do you think he's doing this on purpose because there was another allegation that he bought like a recruit a pizza? No. And that violated NCAA rights, no, right? I just don't I think he's just like, go do it and we're not gonna get caught for it. I thought I think Well, how are they gonna track it back to Michigan? I don't I don't know how they would because if he like bought it with his own money and his own credit card yeah. and it wasn't under a Michigan a university. You shouldn't Michigan, get in trouble for buying a kid a pizza is kinda of where well, my I'm not even at. talking about the pizza. Yeah. I'm talking about the stallions guy, porn right. star name guy. Yeah. What I'm saying is is like if he went and bought a ticket to an Ohio State game with right. his own money, how could they track that back to well, supposedly you're not allowed to go to other teams' games when you're on a staff. But what, I mean, what's his title on the staff? That's the I, thing. That's, or was yeah. he hired as like a consultant? Right. I see. I that's the thing. I don't know what's refutable evidence in the eyes of the court versus the eyes of public opinion. I don't know what you could actually get in trouble with, but I also don't know what jurisdiction like. You're required to have in the NCAA, or can they just kind of make their own call based on how they feel about it? The NCAA is kind of the wild, wild west. That's kind of what I think too. Um, they they do things as to how they feel uh, to be correct, and whether or not they agree with the other side, it's just kind of going to happen. Right. Right. Now, I think the ultimately dissolve of the NCAA will come in the next decade. With yeah. the way NCAA yeah. football is trending and college football is trending, I do believe the NCAA I would love will that. just go They're away. They're a horseshit organization. We've been saying it for fucking years. Yeah, they are. But we do love the product they put on the field on well, Saturday. Well, right, but I, I like any college doing – I don't know if it's the NCAA that's doing that. I think it's more so just like that's the benefactor of having a bunch of colleges with football programs. It's true. It's true. It, it will be interesting to see the – Long-term implications, the NCAA stepping their hands into things and kind of being the world police of college football. Which is always the best because they have never done anything wrong. They've never done a thing wrong. Yeah. No, just like profiting immensely off of college athletes, which some people may believe that that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not necessarily. Crazy. Yeah. Absolutely They crazy. get a free education. I hate half that of what's the price of a fucking education anymore? Can somebody tell me? I Why don't know. Why does Caleb Williams even need a fucking education? He He's doesn't. Going to the NFL. He's dude. making ten million dollars a year to study fucking basket weaving. It's crazy, man. It's but crazy. he gets a free education that he'll never fucking use. To USC, great, awesome. I mean, for the rest of his life, he will be Caleb Williams, whether he's successful at the next level or not. Correct. That to me is the thing. And go ahead, Vince. Because I know where you're leading with talking about my boy. Mike, and USC lost. Yeah. Dude. I don't know if you saw that. Um, did you catch that? Did you catch the game? Did you watch it? Yes, I did watch the entire game in its entirety. I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know you did. So Vince thought it was real fucking cute to FaceTime me yeah. in the most just Pinnacle moments of this fucking game. Zachariah yeah. Branch returns a kick for a touchdown. Yeah. They get the ball back and clip the game-winning field goal with seconds left because we scored too quick. Yeah. Some way, somehow, we scored too quick. That field goal was brutal. I was looking at you when it happened. Uh, definitely had more than a couple in me, too, which was fun. Which was fun. I was trying to be supportive, but I don't think it was taken that way. So I'm sorry in advance because of that. Uh, no, you're not. Don't apologize. You're not fucking A touch. A touch, you know, but hey, it's good for content. You're Um, not sorry. Utah has a good defense. Utah, their offense played a lot better than I expected them to. Hey, 
that team punches you in the mouth. Yeah. Technically, they're very sound. They're very physical, yep. and they run the ball well. And they will scheme up and play with anybody. Who would have thought that you know the Mountain West team that went to the Pac-12 would be almost like the cream of the crop? And it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback for them, whether that's Cam Rising, wherever the fuck this kid is, Bryson, Bryson Barnes. Barnes yeah. Um, you know, I will give their head coach a lot of credit, Kyle Williams. The guy is just an absolute dog of a coach. He gets shit done. He plays X's and O's game very well. Now, what I will say is more depressing than anything is uh, Caleb Williams' stat line is a joke. Uh, no touchdowns in the air. Now, no interceptions. Yeah. But regardless, it's depressing. This is getting to a point. And I'm not going to be a big hater on it because I do think it has a little to do with Lincoln Riley. I think it has a little bit to do with how the team is run. But do you think we were a little over dramatic about him as a as a people collectively? Granted, how he's played the last couple weeks, Caleb. Yes, I believe that when you're playing very weak talent, you are going to look very good right. if you are this athletic. He plays backyard football, one yeah. could say, or playground Hero football, ball. where he's always going to try and make a play. If the play <laughs> breaks down, he's running, and he's trying to find open guys down the field. Yeah. Now, athletically, absolute freak. He yeah. reminds me a lot of, uh, I guess, a comp would be Justin Fields. Now, Justin Fields, at the college level, uh, actually – had timing that kind of all went out the window once he got to the bears because yeah. we may or may not have ruined him. Now, what I will say is this, um, a Lincoln Riley led team is based off of, and usually has always been predicated off of a great run game. Yeah. And right now they are not running the ball half as much as they should. Marshawn Lloyd had seven carries. Austin Jones had five <laughs> carries the entirety of the game. And granted they were down most of this game, but at, the end of the day, you need to justify a running game in order to get the passing game moving. Yeah. And that's something they have failed to do two weeks in a row now when they've played real talent, A, being Notre Dame, B, being Utah. They are 0-3 in Utah in FBS competition, which is a fucking joke. One of those games was the Pac-12 championship. Now, moving forward, I have some big question marks on what USC will be the rest of the season, considering their schedule is not very much so in their favor. No, they, they, have, packed, they packed the hard teams up quick at the end here. They stacked them all, and now they're in the just kind of goofy position where they may not win the Pac-12 at all. They may not even be competing for a Pac-12 bowl game or yeah. championship at this stage of the game. We're going to be looking at that, those – the two of the last three weeks there with the Washington and Oregon. Washington, Oregon. Look at the way Bo Nix is playing. Look at the way Michael Penix is playing. Yeah. It's truly outstanding. Michael Penix looks so good. But so good. the problem is this. Lincoln Riley, just you copy and paste him from OU, and it's the same fucking team. Yeah. You had Caleb at OU doing what he did there. No defense, no tackling. You're going to get in a absolute just – dogfight every single game of who can score more points and this weekend two weeks in a row now they didn't score more points now if we also break this down with Lincoln Riley and this was a fun stat that I thought I'd share on the show so if we look at the four-letter word of clay last mm -hmm. name ending in Helton mm -hmm. who any USC fans who's anybody your favorite guy clay Helton didn't like him 
Nope. So Lincoln Riley now has coached a total of 25 games. As a head coach? Uh, no, my bad. 23 games. Okay. Through um, the first 23 games of his career, he's 17-5. and five. Yeah. Right? Okay. Pretty good. Kate Clay Helton's first 23 games? Yeah. You know what his record was? A lot worse. 17-5. Oh, no! So, if we're looking at this, he is not much better than what Clay Helton would be. Um, really? And uh, this is not good. Oh, my gosh. That's this is surprising. Not, this is not good if you're a USC fan. It's kind of like copy and paste, like I stated. And without Caleb Williams, I, I don't know what this team's going to look like. If you're Caleb Williams right, right now. That's a worry. It's like who's going to be playing quarterback for them next year, and is it going to be like this world-beater guy that's going to just take them a couple His name is Malachi Nelson, right. and he is arguably the best college quarterback prospect coming up next season next okay. to Arch Manning. And they redshirted last year, and uh, I think, what, you get two years of redshirt eligibility? Yeah. Yep. So he's two years now of being a redshirt, and next season will be his time to shine, considering Caleb leaves. Now, Caleb has recently come out and stated that the only way he'll play for certain NFL teams is if he gets a stake of ownership. Yeah, that, well, the first, off, balls that's a, on this first off, that's illegal. Can't do that. No. Um, second off, not going to fucking happen for any person ever getting drafted ever. What a stupid, stupid idea. Did the idea of getting, we're going to give you 2% of the Miami dolphins to be on the dolphins. They're like, fuck that. Mm -hmm. No way. And then like, whoever's going to draft them is going to be like, we're going to give you the rookie deal that's agreed upon through the entire NFL and then nothing more because we don't have to. What are we talking about here? I saw that and I was like, this guy is the fucking worst. I'm starting to become like an actual hater of him. Because it's like, also do something a little bit, you know? Like, I know he's really good. But like, what have they won? Yeah, no. I, I Like, he might be too big for his britches right now. I think he's definitely too big for his britches in these past two games have definitely, I hope, humbled the, the young man. Yeah. And moving forward, I, I I mean, is there a farts chance in hell that he comes back after these last two performances? Because his window of being exposed no, for what no. he is. He's out after this year. I guarantee it. If the Bears have the first pick in the draft, do they draft him? Yeah. Or do you take Drake May? No. Who also lost on Saturday nope. to fucking Virginia. You take Caleb Williams and you ride with Caleb Williams. I don't think you can take Drake May. I mean, he's still an amazing talent. It's just like, what is that going to... What's he going to get drafted and try to pull an Eli Manning? Who has a higher ceiling? Drake okay. May or Caleb Williams? Yeah. Caleb Williams right now. If you look at him, just yeah. talent-wise, there's a lot better pro comps for Caleb Williams. Sure. A lot of people are really high on Drake May. I think he's pretty good. I don't know if he's, like, amazing. Um, but also, it's like... You'd rather have the guy with a little bit more athletic ability, the guy that's a little bit bigger, that can sling the ball. Like, I'm going to take that guy. But Drake Mays, you're more prototypical pocket passer right. like uh, Trevor Lawrence would be, who's athletic enough, got the right size, varying build. Yeah, but, I, I mean, Caleb Williams' pro comp right now, the way he plays is closer to Patrick Mahomes than anybody, and that's kind of where the NFL is going. Which I believe is something that coaching needs to get the hands around this sure. young man in order to get him to the next point. Which any of the top tier or top drafted teams aren't going to have. Yeah. 
Mahomes got lucky that Andy Reid was at 10 that year. <laughs> 12. They traded 12. up yeah, to draft him at 12. 12. Yeah. yeah, joke. Um, but to that point, uh, Drake May, this is crazy, lost to uh, Virginia in the Saturday slot. Maybe the worst team in the entire NCAA. They're 2-5. Right and five. <laughs> Yeah. They, they clearly got a little big for their britches. What the hell? But Drake May, I mean, stat line, 24 for 48. So he, he wow, throwing the ball. 50% completion percentage is not the best thing Not the, the greatest. Two TDs, one interception, not looking the greatest. Yeah. And then Tony Musket, the quarterback for Virginia. <laughs> Cool-ass name. Which is the most Virginia-ass True. name ever. Exactly. 20 for 30, 208 yards, one tutty, one interception. There you go. That'll win you a game, Virginia. Yeah. Crazy. Don't know how they ended up doing that. Not a clue. Uh, can we talk about Penn State and Ohio State? I felt bad for the quarterback of Penn State. I, I, I truly did. That I, I felt bad for him. That's a fickle little team there, Penn State. They're good. They're obviously good. Um, Drew Alter, is that what you're saying? Or he Aller. Aller, sorry, Aller, no T. Um, he couldn't complete a pass for the life of him. 18 for 42. That's so bad. Threw the ball 42 times. That's so bad. I completed less Jeez. than 20 of them. Uh they couldn't really run much on the other side of the ball. Ohio State didn't look very good either. They looked a little bit better this, than Penn State. This it was a under defensive hit battle. so hard, and whoever bet the under, good for you. Um, good on you. Kyle McCord, okay. Every single time I watch him, okay. Well, Even against Notre Dame, I'm like, okay. He does, he does enough to win. I mean, he's not supposed to be he's the not next a world CJ Stroud. He's yep. not supposed to be the next Justin Fields right. even. Which a lot of people could say Justin Fields, what he put on the field at Ohio State under that Ryan Day-led offense yep. was better than what C.J. Straub put on the field. I would field. agree with that. But, Worst quarterback in the NFL, but better there. Yeah. No, it's true. Another game that I want to talk about is how about the second-half team Alabama is becoming? Yeah. Or becoming. They're, sure. they're, they're always that really good. such garbage, dude. Jalen oh. Milrow, man. He's not that good. This is what I've been saying. No, he here. runs a lot. He can throw an absolute laser. Not the most accurate man in the world. He runs a lot. Supposedly their backup quarterback, the guy that's waiting in the in the wings right now, is supposed to come up and be pretty good. Um, they should have won that game. That was horseshit. Absolute horseshit. Alabama ended up scoring 27 of their 34 points in the second half. Tennessee was up 20-7. to seven, And the minute that the second half switched, it was like everything changed. You get a Alabama fumble recovery. You get an Alabama turnover. Everything that they did ended up working out great. I was talking about Joe Milton. Excuse me. Sorry. I was talking about, talking about Joe, Milton? Joe Milton in Tennessee. Your Jaylen Tennessee Milrow. favorites. JM. JM. I'm sorry. Uh, Jalen Milrow was okay enough to get the job done. Nothing more than that. I really well, don't. They, he's not that great. If Alabama but, had like a J.J. McCarthy, yep. they had a guy. Yeah, if they even had Mac Jones, they'd probably be better off right now. Yeah. Now, a game I I think we need to shift to, and it definitely hurt his Heisman run, is the Michael Penix at Washington, who Washington barely beat. Barely. Arizona State may be kind of a scary, weird team. ASU might be coming up here if they get... They did that to USC, too. They did that to USC, even though USC just kind of pulled around the corner in the second half and exactly. really pulled away. But, but still, like, weirdly competitive. Do you understand that this game, if there is no two-point try A yep. and then B, pick six on the court of Washington's defense, yep. 
this game is I mean it's a tie game going into the fourth quarter. It's it's pretty crazy. This is I mean the Huskies like... scored 12 points in the fourth quarter and 3 points in the first three. Yeah, I mean I I don't know, you play down to your opponents sometimes. That's probably where I want to go with this. I will say Michael Penix Jr needs to have a banger of a game coming up next week if he plans on staying in the Heisman race. Yeah, for sure. I mean, who's who's the leader of the Heisman right now? Now it's got to be J.J. McCarthy because they put up 49 that points on Michigan crazy. State. Like, they could have scored as many points as they wanted to. J.J. McCarthy, 21 for 27, 287 yards, four touchdowns. You look at J.J. McCarthy last year, and he had a couple banger of games, like obviously against OSU, it worked out well. I would not think that we would be talking about Heisman J.J. McCarthy this year. That would not have been a thought in my head last year, man. I think when it's said and done, Michael Penix will be the guy. Just simply due to the fact that he had a bad bad game, which I understand the Heisman race can do it, but J.J. McCarthy plays nobody. And, I mean, not saying that. God? (laughs) What was that? Is that you, God? What was a little power surge here. What just happened? With that being said, though, um, they may know that we're talking about a Michigan nose, right? (laughs) Michigan Harbaugh Harbaugh is tapping into the Taxi Squad podcast right now. People or not people's gas? What is it? Comed? Just like, hey guys, turn (laughs) turn it down. Turn them off. They're talking too much shit. But we will say though that JJ McCarthy may have a run at this. Now, if we look at Michigan's opponents coming up, I mean, the hardest opponent they play all year is Ohio State. Yeah. It's, everything's garbage until they get to Ohio State. It's uh, they're going to be two the rest of the year, I'd say. Um, I don't know if they're going to be set up for success against a good team since they haven't played anybody worth a shit all year. But we'll see. I mean, that's a good way to pad up, have a number two overall, and having a Heisman candidate is not play anybody all year. Yeah, you want to talk about uh, playing down to your opponent. How about Texas? Doesn't matter who they play. Yep. They play down to their level of competition. They almost lost to Houston. Yep. Who Houston's three and four on the year, and Texas is six and one on the year. Interstate competition, man. Interstate competition. Battle for Texas. Um, and they lost their their king, which is Quinn Ewers. Yeah, he's hurt. It's uh, is it Arch Manning season? No one knows. Steve Sarkeesian telling reporters that he's going to likely turn to Malik Murphy, redshirted freshman, but both of them will get extended snaps in practice this year or this week arch manning season back to the manning bros i don't know can you trust anything that comes out of the booger eater's mouth yes do you if those of you listening to this if you didn't know steve sarkeesian did in fact eat a booger on live television we posted it on our instagram and talked about it three times when when he was (laughs) when he was the oc at alabama just saying um i think Arch, they're going to hold on to him for next season. They don't want to potentially ruin him and hurt his confidence, and yep. they'll just give it to the kid that they're like, yeah, we recruited you, and we'll give you a fair crack. We don't know if we, we, don't know if we need you anymore. Um, but it is sad. I like Quinn Ewers. Uh, I thought he was starting to put together a pretty good year. Um, but they're also seventh, so they're in the middle of a battle right now. That could bring him to a pretty decent bowl game if they end up working everything out correctly. So it's going to be Georgia or nothing this year. Let's face it. I don't know. Georgia or nothing. They're a funny little team this year, man. How about OU almost losing to UCF? Yeah, they've had too many good wins. They almost lost that one. 
Uh, Oklahoma's been kind of a surprise team this year, and I feel yeah, like, they're good. I feel like the minute after last week, they were like, okay, whatever, we'll beat UCF, and it's don't don't sleep on this Kansas game next weekend. Yeah, don't sleep on the Kansas game on Saturday Stick simply due to the Kansas. fact that Kansas plays. OU historically very well. Same thing with K-State. They don't play teams in Kansas well, and they're playing in Kansas. Pay attention to that game. Kansas scores a lot of points, too. So if I'm a betting man, potentially looking at the over. Any other games we feel as if we need to cover from this prior Saturday, Vince? I think we talked about the most. Maybe we'll touch on a couple games for next week, and then we'll get into mid-bowl. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Who, who are we looking at for next week? What's our tail of the tape next week, Vince? Um... You got the California Bowl, USC, California. I think USC is going to bounce back and do all right in that game. They know. have to. If they don't, it's uh, it's going to be bad. I think Tennessee, Kentucky might be fun because Tennessee Kentucky's good, good this year, and Kentucky's got that weird little team going on. Um, Duke, Louisville, okay, fun. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, you think Notre Dame is going to take down Pitt pretty easily? You'd like to think, but Pitt again. Sometimes gets up for games like this. How about James Madison at Old Dominion? Dude. That's my team right there. James Madison, I feel bad that they can't play in a bowl game. I think that the rule is stupid that when you transfer to D1, you can't play in a bowl game for your first year. Huh? Like If you're that good that you come up and you just start smoking dudes right off the bat, like you should be able to play. Now, if you're jumping back and forth. And it's you another go college one, two, basketball one, two, like, program that's usually good. Yeah, and I'm... How about I'm all that? for it. Go JMU. How, Dave, JMU is what's going on. Now, the battle for California is great. To me, the game of the weekend is Oregon and Utah at Utah. Afternoon docket game at 2.30 p.m. will be a battle. Bo Nix against a very good defense. We'll see. Um, it's going to be a, I think, what top competition of this past, uh, of this upcoming week, in yeah. my opinion. Pac-12. Pac-12, baby. Have Soon good, to be Big Ten. What have, you going to do I was about say, it? Have a good, have a good end of your career, Pac-12. <laughs> oh, and uh, Air Force is currently ranked 19th. Which weird. who would have thought Air Force would be ranked 19th? It's always weird when one game. of those one of those like military teams end up getting in there. It's always weird. You love to see it. Now like Washington plays Stanford. Pac-12 matchup. Yeah. This is a Michael Penix game where he needs to explode. Yeah, and I think they will. But mind you. Stanford playing pretty hardcore this year. They've had a couple wins in there that they snuck in. Well, they that, beat Colorado, and Colorado right now is kind but of a mess. they came in, and they played Colorado hard, and Colorado was on a heater at that point, too. So It's true. Very true. Well, Maybe that's not the end of it. No, definitely not the end of it. What I will say about these guys, though, is uh, when it all breaks down, you know, they, they need to – oh, not the ad read yet. Never mind. <laughs> Let's talk about some baseball, oh, shall no. we? Oh, what a fumble, dude. Oh, oh, oh Lord. Oh. We don't do the ad read yet, dude. The people know. Well, uh, sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you think they're earlier than they are. You baseball. Know? Baseball. Dude, we have the World Series set right now. We're Arizona Diamondbacks versus the Texas Rangers. Did you have that on your bingo card this year? Well, you know, I guess. Not at the beginning. Not, Not the, the beginning. beginning. Guaranteed. You know, you Mountain Mike, who recently became Mountain Mike, moving to Azarona, back uh, to Chicago for the second time in almost two months. But what I will say is that this is something that maybe I'm a good luck charm. I don't know. If the D-backs are listening to this, you know, okay. hey, get, get the tax squad here's, to the game. Here's the argument to that. You're a good luck charm when you go there, but you're not a good luck charm when you're here. 
I mean, I've lived here my whole fucking life. What do you want from me? I mean, I'm with you. And what have the White Sox done? I mean, they won a World Series in 2005. I was 13 years old. Yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah. What? And now you're fucking 85 years later. and you're... I'm 32 years old, Vince. <laughs> Eat a dick. All right. For the record. For the record. Uh, I, I will say this, though. The Diamondbacks played a great series. And I did yeah. call on this podcast last week that both series would run seven. Vince is like Houston and six. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I did not. I, I would have never taken Houston. No shot. I fucking hate the Houston. Why are you Astros? trying to play me like some kind of sucker dog? I would never have taken Houston. I said that Houston doesn't get swept initially is what we said at the beginning of that. I was hoping they got swept. I was hoping they were too, and they didn't, which never happens. No, um, I wanted Texas to win. I'm happy that they did. I wanted Philadelphia to win. We did have Team of Destiny conversations last week. That went poorly, um, but it's okay. But both two a game seven. Um, one of them was a sweat out. The other one was a oh shit, like it's over before it started almost. I I will say this um, fun fact about. <laughs> Rangers absolute stud of a right fielder, yeah. Dallas Garcia. Um, he was traded to the Texas Rangers organization from yeah. the St. Louis Cardinals organizations for uh, cash considerations. He was also sent down by the Rangers, cleared waivers, got picked back up on a minor league deal, and then brought up and then wins an ALCS. If Adelise Garcia played a full season like he played in the ALCS, which he did win ALCS MVP, his numbers would be a 357 average, a 400 OBP, a new single season record, 893 slugging, another new single season record, 116 home runs, and another new single season record, 347 RBIs. The guy was unstoppable. The minute he gets up to at bat, it's like it's already over before it ended. The Astros got so mad they literally cleared the benches and started fighting these motherfuckers. Um, it was it was awesome, especially was, in that last game when they just they go up fucking. I mean, what they scored what two or three three in the first, and then it was just one, four, two, one, eleven overall runs, four for the Astros. I think the biggest takeaway from this whole series is the Astros pitching did not do what they usually do. I believe that they're starting to age out. A little bit. It's a lot of old guys on that team. Between Altuve, Valdez, uh, Bregman, Verlander. There's a lot here of aging talent on this roster that I think they're going to have to recoup. Now, Pena did shit this entire Uh series. He played like absolute horse shit. Yeah. Uh, Correa probably would have been better for that. Mind you, Jeremy Pena, last year's ALCS MVP and World Series MVP. Hey, tale of two years, right? So last year was his year to shine. This year he didn't show up when the lights were the brightest. Now, what I will say, the Diamondbacks winning two in a row in Philly, truly impressive. Uh, At Citizens Bank, I thought it was – over before it ended, I thought the Arizona Diamondbacks were way too young to be winning games like this. I thought Philly had the dogs. Philly had the fans. I thought there was no way in hell that the Diamondbacks win this series, let alone bring it to seven games. When they brought it to seven games, I thought, oh, fuck. 
this is like the Eagles. This is like the Phillies last year. This is like the Philadelphia Union last year losing the championship. I'm like, Philadelphia shit. Union? What the fuck are you That's got? the MLS team that also lost the championship last oh, year. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, we did talk about this. We did talk Every about single this. team lost a championship last year. The minute that the Arizona Diamondbacks brought the Phillies to game seven, I was like, holy shit. And the best thing to come out of this whole thing is this, is that Chris Mad Dog Russo said. We hate that guy. He said. Dislike greatly. This, I don't like him at all. He said that if the Diamondbacks were to win game seven and close out this series, that he would retire. Well, put your money where your mouth is, cuz Retire, Chris. Retire. We're sick He's of also we the same it. guy who talks about like his college football Saturdays, how he like takes two edibles and two cocktails. Yeah. And like bakes out on his couch and bets like ten grand on yep. a random Saturday because he can. I Which, mean, at that point, just go live a good DGen life. You know, that's, that's all kind, I got. That's kind of chill, though. Oh, it's kind of awesome. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm not mad about kinda it for chill, him. Though. Now, what I will say is this: Corbin Carroll has arrived. This kid, okay. I mean, yeah. truly one of the best outfield talents in all Speed of Major Demon League Baseball. Plus hitter, monster. He did not play well in the division series. Didn't they won. They won it in spite of him. Almost. He comes into the CS and he's like, "This is my fucking time to shine." especially yesterday in the bright lights in citizens bank park. He did just about everything to win diamondbacks that game. What's great to me about this team. It's kind of, there's no real megastar other than Corbin Carroll. Yeah. And he's become a megastar and this team has come together and there's a good mix of young and old and the pitching has been lights out. Now, mind you, in July, they lost seven games in a row shortly before the All-Star break. Yep. And then in August, also had a slump where they were initially winning the division against the Dodgers, and then the Dodgers yeah. go on their heater, and then they got fucked up. In Everybody the just forgot about the Diamondbacks at that point. Diamondbacks sneak in that little wild card. Two wild card teams, by the way, going to the World Series. The Astros won the AL West, and the... Obviously, the Dodgers won the um, NL West. So, West Side matchup right now. Also, Lourdes Guriel, congratulations. Evan Longoria, welcome fucking back. You gotta love wow. it. Wow. 2008, I think it's the last time he was in the... Tampa. It might have been the last time, because I don't think he ever made it with San Francisco. No, um, they never made it. Tommy Pham, random appearance. He's been on a bunch of teams right after they win one, so it's fun. It's a cool thing. Brandon... Fad, fad, whatever his fucking name is. I can't say it. Fad. He put on a pitching carousel yesterday. I like that pitching. I like the team. Ugh, I like the pitching staff on that team. I think it's so weird that this is the matchup. This is not at all what I've expected, but I'm really excited to watch this. And I don't know if I have rooting interest. I have rooting interest simply you due do. to the fact that I yeah. moved to Arizona and I'm kind of thinking it's cool. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not like the White Sox making the World Series. Not there's, close. There's no, there would be like real grown man tears yeah. there. With all that, though, it's still exciting to be a part of a run. This team feels an awful lot like the 2005 White Sox, yep. though. Two apiece. Yep. Because young. it was kind of a team of misfits. Young wasn't anybody on the team who was a major talent yet. Now, mind you, after 2005, it wasn't very good. We, no. we then. Well, 08. 08, good year. Oh, it was a good year, but then it, we, we haven't had many good years. No, not since then. Now, to, to bring this to the Phillies now, I mean, is it safe to say the Phillies is just kind of a team of one-trick ponies? 
Lots of home runs. Lot they, like if they can't produce runs from home runs, yeah. then they, they 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 can't produce runs. Yeah, that was what happened. It seemed like all of that luck started washed off. Uh, Bryce Harper, not great in that game seven matchup. Oh uh, for four. Yeah, to go along with it, you get Castellanos putting up an over as well. It's not. Yeah, it's just not it's not going to work out that way. It's the beginning like, of the series though, that wasn't the case. They were right? destroying the baseball. Yep. And they were I mean they were barreling everything and against the better pitcher some would say on that team. Uh it was You end up yeah, you end up running into a couple runs here or there. 4-2 final. It's not like any of the pitching was absolutely brutal. 5-1 in game 6, not the best. 6-1 in game 5 where the Phillies ended up winning that shit like this game six and game seven for the ALCS was just absolute torque. Like the Rangers scored nine in game six and they scored 11 in game seven. Not the case in the Phillies Diamondbacks matchup. So, yeah, I don't know. You got a team full of guys that are getting a little older. I know Bryce Harper really wants to win a championship. I would not be surprised to see them back here next year. But where does that pitching go? And also Craig Kimbrell. He sucks. He's the goddamn reason that they lost that series. You Complete. think so? You, we're going to put it blew, on one guy? He blew two saves. But we're going to put it on one he guy? He blew two saves, and one of them was a clinching game. What are we doing? All right. Trash. I understand, but we can't put it all on one guy. Game Craig n- Kimbrell is notably <laughs> trash inning. in the playoffs when he was on the White Sox. Ninth inning. When he was on the Red Sox. Close it out. Uh, actually, when he was on the Red Sox, he was still actually really good and did help them get over the hump and win the World Series. Yeah, he did yeah. blow a save in that series, too, though. Well, okay. But we do also have to understand that last night in the eighth inning, the Phillies had the bases loaded. Yep. And the top of the lineup up, down two runs. Yep. Trey Turner strikes out. Bryce Harper strikes out. Castiano strikes out. What? You're supposed to be veterans. You're supposed to be able to do it. I'm just saying. And yeah. they were swinging at piss, too. Yep. Not working counts. Not doing what they needed to do to help get their team over the hump and be patient when it mattered most in a series. And that's fine if we're going to put it on Craig Kimbrell, but I disagree. You play as a you team, can put you win as you a team, you can put 50% on them. lose as a team. They're not playing in that game if Craig Kimbrell closes the game out. And we know how much you hate about blown saves by say, by closers. That you know floppy that. I'm floppy piece of shit. I don't shit. feel the same that you do, obviously, but Craig Kimbrell, they bring him in do for Do you think if Liam Hendricks closed the game, they would be Done. better? Fucking ice in his veins. Done. Finish. Ice in his veins. Easy. Done. He loses to the Detroit Tigers on Done. a random July evening. Finished. Done. Easy. Yeah? Better, See, than, I just, better I, than Craig Kimbrell, man. I disagree. I'm not saying one's better than the other. I'm just saying you can't put it all on the pony. I'm not going to so. put all of it on them, but I will put a solid did, amount of the blame because they did, wouldn't have had to play in that game. If did you see Craig Kimbrell's dad? They showed Craig Kimbrell's dad. He no. looked like a fucking pirate. Oh, like he's like a heavily bearded ponytail. What a boss. I guess something like that. He kind of looked like a grown man, uh, Grandpa Doobie brother. I didn't see him, but, but I like it. Yeah. But all right. all right, so all right, way too early predictions. Yep. We got the Angels. 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 No, we got the, they won't even sniff that shit. <laughs> we got the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah. We got the Texas Rangers. Series starts on Friday. Friday. Yep. In Texas. Who you got? Rangers at home. Rangers with more fans. Rangers with more veterans in the prime of their careers. 
pitching is probably a toss-up on both ends. I'd probably take Arizona on the pitching. I'll take I'll take Texas in six. You're going Texas in six. Yeah. Give me the snakes in seven. Let's go. Hey-o. Hiss, hiss, motherfucker. Snakes win the World Series away from their home ballpark. Hey, they, but again, hey, they did it in one of the most crazy environments. Yeah. And the Rangers, I'm sorry, they just don't have a fan base. The Diamondbacks don't have a fan base. They both really don't have yeah, fucking fan base. Yeah, that's bases. like their rankings are not going to be great, but like I don't think we can use Mind you, tickets to the AL and LCS in Arizona, day of the game, 60 bucks. Oh, that's so stupid. If I am home to witness a World Series game, dude, go. I'm probably yeah. going. Please. There's no doubt go about live. it. Go live. Gonna go see the snakes live. You should. Yeah. Fun fact about the ballpark, Chase Field. Uh, it has a bar underneath home plate. And a pool. And it does have a pool, although tickets to swim in the fucking pool are like a grand. Yeah, for sure. What would kind of be cool if they won it in five? Yeah. And then all swam in the pool. That would be awesome. Right? That's you want to see a team win at home. That's really what I guess my only reason that I don't want to see Texas win this is because across the street is the Cowboys Stadium. And they share like a complex with it. Oh, I no, hate the fucking Cowboys. Yeah, me too. I'm not a Cowboy but fan. But still, do it for Simeon. Seager's fun. Like, I like that team. I, I guess White cool. Sox, great. Simeon. Marcus, Marcus Simeon. Marcus. White Sox, great. Dane Dunning. It's kind of the White Sox in a way. A little bit. Maybe Vince and I have to be Rangers fans. Maybe. Now. I'm going <laughs> And for Nathan him. Evaldi. I mean, he's also very good he, in the playoffs. Okay. Lights out. Why does he keep jumping from teams? I don't get it. Why don't people Boston just sign him, him long term? Dude, he's always nails in the playoffs. Always. If you know you're about to make it in the playoffs. Get Nathan Evaldi. Get Nathan Evaldi. You'll go to the World Series. I'm sorry. You will. Let me ask you this. Do you think if the Phillies were a little bit more hydrated, they would have potentially uh, got over the hump? Does hydration change how often you swing at balls? It very well could. If you are dehydrated, you're probably not seeing the That'd ball That'd be some well. good research. I'd like to know that. But if that's the case, then absolutely, Mike. Okay. Well, all that being said, if they were to be hydrated, they should have been hydrated with our great friends at Liquid IV. This portion of today's show is brought to you by Liquid IV. That's right. The hydration brand we've all come to know and love is with ya boys. It's festival, outdoor party, and adventure season, and proper hydration is essential. You don't want to miss out on the summertime activities while they're still here. Liquid IV will help you hydrate and stay in the game. I've been using Liquid IV for a few years, and I found a ton of uses for it. Uh, Going to sleep after a day-long soiree. This is the product that helps me rehydrate and recover. I brought them with me on hikes, long bike rides, vacations, and maybe most importantly, bachelor party weekends. The beauty of it all is that Liquid IV comes in a small, convenient package that you just add to a bottle of water and drink away. One stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the Taxi Squad podcast code. T-A-X-I-S-Q-U-A-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, no spaces, at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using the promo code Taxi Squad Podcast at liquidiv.com. NFL Week 8. Bears. 
Bears. Bears. Stop, Bears. We're not singing songs this week. Bears. Bears. We don't want to burn bears. that out. We got to just sprinkle it in we're every just, now and again. We're just giving you some songs sometimes. We give um, you some songs on the times. Should we just get it rolling? Should we just go right into the games, Mike? Go right into the should games, we or should we talk? About, or should we just talk about our 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 real savior in this town really fast before we the kick bagnet off. magnet? The bagnet magnet. I like it. Um, I love yeah. him. Yeah. Sound off. Go ahead. All right. First and foremost, we've been talking about this guy since the beginning of the season. Yeah. His dad, professional arm wrestler. Dog. Maybe a legend. Was Dog. in the movie Over the Top with Dog. Stallone. Yep. Great, great film. <laughs> great, great film. <laughs> I mean, the premise of that film is so fucking stupid. He's yeah. like an over-the-road truck driver. Robert Loja is in that film as well. But, man, the Bears. I mean, Tyson Bagnett, is he, is he our Tom Brady, Vince? No. Come um, on. Chill out. I think Bears everybody corner. needs to chill out. This is the most we could have done this year for sure. 21 for 29, 162, one touchdown. Game managed really well. Look um, well. They Yeah, he got the ball out fast, which is good. Uh, these are He did all the things that people want Justin Fields to do, but he has none of the ability that Justin Fields has, yeah. which is the difficult combination between the two. Um, I think he played the game really well, and I also think that we were playing the sad sack of the Las Vegas Raiders, and I think they suck so bad. Hey, they beat the Patriots the week before. Yeah. If Jimmy G's in this game, they you win? think the Patriots are good? I mean, they beat the Bills this week, yeah. But just this saying, year, this any year, given Sunday, cuz no, this and that was inner division. It's a whole different conversation because it's like the Raiders aren't good. Um, Brian Hoyer isn't good. I think that's obvious off the bat. I think that the Bears also aren't good. I think Dante Foreman, congratulations on getting in. I was saying this at the beginning of the year. I think he's pretty fucking good, and I don't know why we don't play well, this motherfucker more. Weird that we don't. Um, Tyson Bag Badgent. Good game. Good game. Comes from Shepard, D2. He's the only D2 player in the entire NFL. There's more D3 guys than D2 guys. He also broke a record at that D2 school. Yes, he passing did. Yards this for Shepard. They played School of Mines. That don't, was the last game he played. The last game that he won. Don't hit on the academics. The last game that he won was against the School of Mines. And then now he just beat the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Seeing the starting quarterback. Honestly, though, who we should really give the game ball to for this game. Granted, everybody wants to crown Tyson Bagnett as our Lord and Savior. Yeah. But the offensive line was nothing to fuck with on Sunday. Yeah. And Ryan Poles may have whiffed on some picks in the past draft, but whoa. One of them he did not. Darnell. This no Darnell <laughs> right. Wright yeah, is yeah. an absolute yeah. freak. He, he dominated Max Crosby. Shut him all day. down. And Max Crosby is might be the best defensive end in the league. He's a freak. Yeah. The man is a legitimate freak, and he shut him down. And he looked like all the things that you wanted when you drafted him. He had a couple slow games there to start the season, but I think uh, we might have a legitimate left tackle in our hands. I agree with you. I think everything went really well for them. I think this might have been the worst thing possible to happen to the Bears because now it's like our backup's good again, which is the Chicago. This is the worst thing to happen in Chicago every time it happens in Chicago. It gives the, us a shred of fucking hope. I know, but then it's like the back quarterback's better than the starter. It's like he's not better than Justin Fields. I really don't believe that. I mean, um, everybody thought Tom Brady wasn't better than Drew Bledsoe, but we all know how that ended. Yeah, and that's happened so many times. Once in 100 years. One time that's happened. Um, Steve Young? Yeah, but was he better than Joe Montana? Maybe. I mean, Joe Montana brought the fucking Chiefs to the Super Bowl, didn't he? No. 
I thought they they lost it, but I thought he I thought they went no, or did they go to the AFC Championship? Either way, he was Joe still Montana. good. Um, yeah, I think it was fun. I think it was good. I think it was a fun win. Um, I was excited watching it. I would like to see him play again if Justin Just Fields already isn't playing next week, so he's playing again. That's already been announced. So it's bag okay. season, baby. Get him in there. See what he does again. Uh, he knows the playbook. He was very well prepared. I was very happy watching him play, but I'm not gonna crown him god. That's all it is. I still think that Justin Fields is the starting quarterback of this team. I'd love to have a really good backup just in case that were to happen. That's kind of where I'm at. And I think that he also parsed him out a nice little NFL career just by playing well one time. And the defense looked like a Bears defense, yeah. which was amazing. And Tremaine Edmonds is an absolute dog. With the caveat that they played the Las Vegas Six Raiders. tackles, two assists, one interception. Yeah. Now, the thing I'm not a big fan of right now, Jalen Johnson, Bears cornerback, has recently come out and stated he deserves to get paid because yeah even though the first two of his four career interceptions were on sunday against brian hoyer yeah and that was like the yeah i want to show him that i'm trying to get paid it's like you got to do a little more and i think jalen johnson's a talented player um but i'm not gonna you know crown him as the next champ bailey or anything crazy like that that's a name uh champ bailey's a dog champ bailey a tie law come on maybe best quarterback of all time that could be a whole conversation champ and a tie law dude yeah Best corner, though? Ty Law was an absolute freak yeah. for the Patriots. We can, yeah, we that. can have that argument in the offseason for sure. About Troy Brown, he played both ways. True. Everybody wants to make Travis Hunter out to be like... Everybody the, wants to make Deion Sanders out to be a dog, too. Well, Deion Sanders, yeah, arguably. Uh, yeah. I mean, shut down, but then again. I mean, come on. Yeah. Generations. Um, yeah, two and five. Still got a high draft back on our picks. Still, Still number suck. one overall. Because of Carolina, I don't think we're going to go to a playoff just because Tyson Pageant has been good. Yeah. But come back out there and play again and make me think about it again, dude. I'm happy to have that happen. Hey, Bears got a primetime game on Sunday. Right. 7-20 against the Chargers. Khalil Mack-led Chargers. What a fucking stupid matchup. What a stupid matchup. We'll get man. into it. We, yeah, we just had to on. talk about the Bagnet season, the yes. Bagnet Magnet. Justin Fields will probably come back whenever it's Two been weeks. a... I think it's going to be more leaning on the side of four be. because at this stage of the game, would you much rather them just tank the rest of the season, get a high draft pick, yeah. and move on with their lives? Like, what are you rushing them back for? That's so. kind of where I'm at with yeah. this whole thing. I agree. Um, there's the Bears. That's the Bears. There, Bears. That, that's all we got on the Bears. Good week. We both took them. We both got it. Thank you. Although we were hoping that we would lose yeah. <laughs> if we took them because the last time we took them. Right. And that was the exact time. thought, and that's the Davis. sad fucking part about being bears fan all right we're gonna go into our favorite segment mike it's absolutely named skip it or rip it and we're gonna start off with the jaguars and the saints skip it or rip it rip it rip it i'm gonna say rip it because oh man Derek carr is bad i don't think he's that bad i think he's pretty fucking bad or is his tight end really bad who dropped the game-winning touchdown pass in the back of the end zone? Very true. Um, Looking like my brother out there with fucking stone hands. <laughs> I also don't think that the Jaguars are very good, but they are 5-2. and two. Um, A fun little matchup, but I just don't care for Derek Carr. I thought you were like the biggest Derek Carr fan ever. I liked him. You chose them to win the NFC South. Yes, for sure, which is still possible. Still very possible. <laughs> Who else is going to win? Tampa Bay? Maybe. 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 Falcons? Oh, that's actually true. Fucking Ritter season. Maybe. Um, I still think they can win that division because it's just a sad sack of a division. Uh, 
Alvin Kamara, good game. Congratulations. 12 receptions, 91 yeah. yards. Yeah, great game. Every single play Derek Carr did was a dump off to Alvin Kamara, which is kind of an issue where I'm like, these other guys aren't playing that well. Um, Chris Olave just got arrested yesterday. Yeah, because he was driving too fast. And he said, hey, man, I'm I'm on the Saints. And the cop was like, okay. <laughs> and? <laughs> and I was like, good. He you know, inside, he was way. just like, dick. Yeah, he's like, I'm a Hall of Fame football player. <laughs> I am the same. But a lot of people are like, what's looking wrong with Chris Olave this week? Well, came to find out, motherfucker got arrested. Arrested, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of all I wanted to say. I think uh, the Jaguars are using Christian Kirk properly now, and I think that Etienne is also a dog, even though that wasn't his best game in the world. Trevor Lawrence, a lot of people had questions whether or not he was going to start the game, wound up starting the game, yep. and looked fantastic. Stat line wasn't the greatest thing in the world. 20 for 29, 204 yards, one passing touchdown. ETN just really gets done on the ground, and especially in the goal line. Um, so, yeah, Christian Kirk, though, man, I mean, the yak on that guy, just truly impressive. Yeah, that's his bread and butter. And did we overvalue Calvin Ridley this season? I think I think we did. One reception, five yards. Lots of time left in the season. He's had a couple good games. I think uh, I think he's going to be useful coming down the line, especially when they make it to the playoffs, because they will be doing that this year. Well, we'll see. Moving time. on, Falcons at Bucks. Skip it or rip it. What a snooze of I fucking. I want to skip that. Yeah, I could skip it. Ritter, whatever. Um, Bears Raiders. We already talked about Browns at Colts. Skip it or rip it. Uh, I think we got to rip this one yep. just due to the atrocity of the NFL refs. Wow, yeah. they, wow, they gave this game to the Browns. Yeah. Um. That being said, though, PJ Walker might be better than Deshaun Watson. Get it right, Philip Walker. His name's Philip. PJ. Philip, good old Philly boy. Yeah, they do Philip on. They do Philip in the Philip Walker in the in the score breakdowns on all these things. So okay, Deshaun Watson concussion protocol for the past couple weeks. Yeah, then comes back, reaggravates it. They claim he said he didn't want to come back. Came back anyway. Two hundred and thirty million dollars. Yeah. Cleveland Browns. I mean, they couldn't get it right if they tried. Cleveland Browns. I feel bad for the Browns. They make the Bears look somewhat reasonable, which is sad. Um, it's the Browns. What do you want defense looks good. Yeah, I, the I defense is great. The even, defense might be the best defense in the league, truly. Even They're though they gave up 30 38 points. to fucking Gardner Minshew. I get it. Um, yeah. But before this, the last like, couple of games, they are 4-2. and two. They are playing well. They are fighting for the division, obviously. Um, 38 to Gardner Minshew and, and Co. isn't probably the best thing that you want to do. Gardner Minshew is fun to watch. It's really fun to watch. Jonathan Taylor might be back. 18 carries, 75 yards, 4 yards per carry. Everybody looks so bad in those jerseys, though. Those jerseys were, I thought they were dope. The black helmet and the black pants. I thought it was dope. No, trash. For the Colts, trash. I kind of thought it was dope. Garbage. Where does the black come from? It's not in any of their other stuff. I don't know. They're a horse, technically, aren't they? Garbage. Well, you want to watch the Bears in in an orange jersey and black pants? Well, that technically would be orange and navy blue. I think that would be pretty fucking It'd be cool. Maybe orange and black, because when is the black ever made it into Indianapolis Colts? I don't know. It's Well, what, where does the white come in either, you know? It's in their logo. Uh, yeah, but they just <laughs> And every change. other jersey, it's just the black is fucking weird. I hate it. I don't like it at you all. You hate it. See, I thought it was cool. I don't like it at Vince all. Vince and I have some points of conflict this week between oh. his hate of a White Sox legend. Who? Craig Kimball? <laughs> His hate of the White Sox legend, also Pass. known as Craig Kimbrell. White yeah. Sox and five, by the way. Um, 
Yeah, I, I thought this game, I mean, wow, the refs really gave this game to the Browns yeah. at the end of it with this P.I. call that was just horrific. Yeah. And I, I think the Colts rightfully should have won that game. And then Jim Irsay actually came out after the game and said the NFL officiating commission basically said they fucked up on multiple yeah. calls. I mean, they do that after. They do that whole um, – what do you call it? It's like they do a whole review and they put out an, like an officiating report after it. And I'm like, how accurate were the calls? Was it actually a call? Nope. That this was game wrong. got a D. Sorry. Great column. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's going to happen from time to time. I don't think this messed up any playoff implications, but it does stink if you're a Colts fan. I'd say the rest. Should we move on? Skip it or rip it. Commanders at Giants. I'm going to say rip it for one reason. <laughs> and that is because... Or actually, two reasons. Tarot Taylor might be better than Daniel Jones. The second thing I want to say is there was a clip from The Herd that came out, and we know that I fucking hate The Herd. Colin Coward. Best thing to ever come out of The Herd. Come on now. You know the best thing to ever come out of that trio. Live. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Not horny, just obvious. Um, Miss Taylor. They said that... (laughs) They were sorry. It's insane to me. They were like, "Terod Taylor is he better than Daniel Jones?" And they're like, "We're rooting for the young quarterback." <laughs> I Terod Taylor's thirty two years old. <laughs> Terod Taylor. They said they're rooting for the young quarterback, even though Daniel Jones is younger than Terod Taylor. And Daniel Jones is not injured right now. Right. Not, I mean, he just got benched. Yeah. And, and after that, Seahawks well, he was game. injured though. He was injured previous. He, okay. But, like, I guess, I don't know, maybe they can have an argument against that. But just the fact that they said that they're rooting for the young quarterback, not knowing that he's older than the majority of the quarterbacks in the NFL, is the most Colin Coward shit ever. It's the most that. I mean, they did the same thing with the fucking officiating before. It's just like, what are we doing? No sports before you talk about them. How is this guy still on the airwaves? It's insane. Yeah, he should just pull up. He should just pull off a and mad just, dog. Yeah, he should <laughs> pull, just pull a mad, a mad dog, dog and either that or just start talking politics, which is most of what these guys do anymore. Yeah, go follow that one guy yeah. that was on ESPN for a Trade while. Trade some draft picks in the MLB. Now, sure. the real story from this game was after the game when Jonathan Allen, absolute freak of a defensive tackle for the commies, came out after the game and said he was sick of his shit. He's been losing for seven years. And he's just sick of it. He says, yeah. he's fucking sick of it. Verbatim, fucking sick of it. Now, mind you, if you're a reporter, this man was wearing a do-rag, yep. aviators, a chain, yeah. and AirPods fully in. That man wanted to talk some shit. That yeah. man was bringing violence. Yep. That's all I got to say He was like, that. if you want to interview me, I'm going to give you some real shit. And that's Bears, all I'm going to give you. It, Bears being, should trade for him. Being a Commanders fan is being a Bears fan. Same shit. Yeah, I mean, Every and they could old. change their name back to the Redskins. There is actually thoughts that that could happen. Well, that or they're just going to change the name in general because Commanders is a stupid name for a football team. Yeah. Change to the Hogs. Embrace <laughs> embrace the past. Embrace the Hogs. Embrace the Hogs. We want the Hogs because we just want to. <laughs> That's all we want to do. Lion, Lions at Ravens. Skip it, rip it. Oh, we got to rip this one. Yes. Because I got to rip Vince. Whoa. Told you the fucking Ravens were good. I know, but. Not like this, dude. Lions got exposed. What the f- 
fuck. Got and, like, exposed. Dan Campbell came out and he said, this just isn't our team. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what you have to say when you end up losing by fucking 32 points. Lamar Jackson had an absolute heater of a first half and didn't have to do shit for the rest of the game, honestly. Um, yeah, Goff tried to throw in the ball. It didn't work out. That Raiders defense, or the, sorry, excuse me. Ravens defense was really good. Their offense was even better. It's kind of like one of those, like, chalk it up as just a big dub for the Ravens, and then hopefully the Lions can just block this out from their memory completely. I think that's all that they can do right now. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that statement. I, I think the Lions just need to take this one on the chin and keep it what moving. The fuck? Um, 38-6. The, Odell had a fairly decent game. Looks like he's uh, about to make a small comeback. We'll okay. see. We'll Whatever. see. <laughs> we'll see. I, I definitely Until do he believe, gets though, again. kind of the Harbaugh effect because he coaches very well against good teams, so. Uh, shout out to the Ravens. 38-6, man. Holy shit. <laughs> For the record, I did choose the Ravens. You did. And I won this week. You did, but I thought it was going to be like maybe a touchdown either way, but that is not the case. No way, week. Jose. Okay, moving on. Bills at Patriots. Oh, we got to rip it. I know. Got to rip it. We both took the Bills, but the, yeah. they're the most confusing team in the NFL. What's going on? I have no idea. They're the most confusing team in the NFL. Are they good? Are they not? They beat mm-hmm. good teams. They lose the bad teams. The Patriots are still a bad team. I want to make that clear. Hey, Max like, season, he baby. He's like coming beater. back. He's coming back. Uh, Kendrick Bourne started to get a lot of catches in that offense. It seems like he's going to be Mac Jones' guy to go to for the rest of the year here, but the Bills are just confusing. They're very confusing. They don't play, to your point, they don't play well against really good teams. but They don't play well against really bad teams. No, yeah. They play really well against really good teams. Yeah. That one. Yeah. James Cook, 13 carries, 56 yards. Can't get the run game going. Uh, Dalton Kincaid leading the team in reception yards. Probably not the best thing that you want to do either, especially when you have a Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs in the game. Who's now, by the way... Dalton Kincaid going to be the starting tight end since Dawson Knox is down for a few weeks. Yeah, they should be running two tight end sets for the rest of the eternity. Um, <laughs> I, I don't get it. Is losing Dayball maybe the demise it's of Josh Allen's year. career? It's been a whole year since then. They were pretty yeah, good last look year. Yeah, but look at Josh Allen's numbers since he left. They're dog shit. Could be. They might have got to switch some stuff around in the offense because this is not a Super Bowl winning team, and this is what they wanted to be going into the season. Ken Dorsey may not be the guy, even though Ken Dorsey was a dog at Miami. But yeah. he, that doesn't necessarily make him a tremendous OC. doesn't always work that way. It does um, not. So Patriots, I guess, congrats on that win. I don't see that happening next Mike week. Mike Gusecki with his horrible gritty. Uh, he's obsessed with that shit. Um, Cardinals at Seahawks. I could skip this I one. I could skip it, too. It's kind of like, okay. Oh, I do want to give Gino props. Though. I want to give props to one guy just simply due to his name being absolutely fan-flipping-tastic, and that is Jake Bobo. Yes. Hilarious. Jake Bobo is a what white I mean. kid, and uh, Jake Bobo had one of arguably the best catches of the weekend. Uh, toe drag swag, yep. back of the end zone. Everybody thought it was an incomplete pass. They went and back looked at touchdown that being said too, jsn best game of the year yeah jackson, jackson smith and jigba welcome to the nfl welcome to the nfl first tutty okay moving on from that game that was kind of like whatever uh steelers at rams i, could, I again i don't whatever the, on a on underwhelming week i could skip the it. steelers keep winning and they're just a tired looking weird offense and they keep winning so good for them can you pick it chiefs chargers at chiefs 
kind of feel the same way. Hey. Taylor was there. Taylor was there again. <laughs> and if I have to hear it one more fucking Shut time. Up. Shut up. Well, I will say this much. Uh, when she's at the games, Travis Kelsey plays really good. Yeah. Yeah, Travis Kelsey's like a really good tight end. I don't know if anybody knew it. Yeah, no way. He has one of these games every like year where it's like the beginning of the year happens. It's like, oh, is he getting away from Travis Kelsey? They bring back Miko Hartman too. Miko Hartman looks like exactly what he was before he left the Chiefs. Yeah. Like, yeah. insane. This is just a team that's going to consistently be good forever. I heard a couple comps on like the old Patriots where they can just bring back old guys that they had when they failed elsewhere, and then they're just going to be right back to being good again. Well, Miko Hartman was just a nice piece in that offense. Yeah. He wasn't any that was crazy he had but he games, was always pretty was... good on the chiefs and then he leaves to get a bigger role and it's like i don't know if it's gonna work out and then he comes back to the chiefs and he has a perfect role again again so. well andy reed right andy yeah. reed i will say this i'm just to stop making it seem as if that travis kelsey wasn't good before he started dating taylor swift yeah. all right all i gotta Nobody say about that. To this is gonna believe that anyway though yeah true uh, he could be a Hall of Famer if he retired tomorrow. He already is, yeah. Fun fact. All right, so let's talk about the Packers, Packers and Broncos. Broncos. Packers suck. Yeah, Jordan Love's not very good. <laughs> we thought he was really good the week whoa, one. Whoa, but, uh, whoa. But, yeah, he's not good. And they suck, After man. they got some film on him, they realized what he doesn't do well. Yeah. And I think they just have to really understand that he's not it. No. got to go back to the drawing well. board. Um, that being said, I mean, the Bears did lose to the Broncos as well. Um, but this almost felt like worse because it was just neither team can do shit. Uh, Russell Wilson still sucks. And still not good. the Packers suck, which is cool. Which is good. I like it, dude. NFC North, not necessarily all for the Lions quite it's yet. Vikings or Lions, I guess. Um, Bears. Two more games. Dolphins and Eagles. Gotta rip it. Gotta rip it. Uh, I chose the Dolphins in this game. What was he thinking? This was a litmus test for can the Dolphins be the good team? Nope. No. And what does that mean moving forward? They're really good against bad teams and really bad against good teams. Is that just going to be – they're this... going to be really good until they get to the playoffs and get their ass smoked? Is this just the tale of the AFC East? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, because it's similar, similar yeah. to the Bills as it's well. The it's the tale of the AFC point. East. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. It's uh, – DeAndre Swift had a pretty good game. A.J. Brown is completely fucking back. Completely back. Absolute freak. He's maybe the best receiver in the league already this year, which is crazy because with J.J. Jetta's out. Yeah, the Eagles are good. The Miami Dolphins, 5-2, and two, but a fickle little 5-2 and two over there in Miami. Yeah, Tua didn't look too hot this game. Um, he made some throws that were quite head-scratching, to say the least. I will say this. Um, I mean, Tyreek Hill, another one who might be just maybe the best offensive talent in all of the NFL right yeah. now. Jalen Waddle kind of had a comeback game, six receptions, 63 yeah. yards. Get, get Jalen Waddle more invested in the offense. Start going to both sides so it doesn't feel like you're always going to Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill all the time. Yeah. Once people could start figuring him out, but nobody's going to figure him out. The, Guess the, what? The Eagles are fucking good. The, the, <laughs> the Eagles are very good. The brother push or whatever the fuck they're the calling push, it. push, the brotherly push, push whatever the, it the is. The push. Probably I mean, they, they shove. That's what they it was. have it down to yeah. a science. And you got to give them credit because it all started, by the way, in South Bend, Indiana, with the Bush push with Matt Leinert against Notre Dame. No, they made it up themselves. Well, um, they didn't. I think they probably did. Give it good credit where credit's due. It started at USC. It 
What? It did. I don't know. It took that long for the Eagles to figure it out. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't. But the QB sneak started with the USC. No, no. Cr- I'm just saying the crazy. push. The push. No, I know. Started I there. Started there. Come on now. Giving you a hot dime. One more game. 49ers at Vikings. What the fuck? Definitely rip it. Oh, my God. Kirk Cousins, man. He was amazing. Best primetime game he's ever played in his life. 35 for 45, 378 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. The interception was kind of end of half, so it wasn't the end of the world. Right. Uh, but, man, and the Vikings defense looked good. Yep. They brought uh, some heat. McCaffrey played. Not well. Not well. He looked like um, he was hurt. Purdy, decent stat line, probably not the whole tail of the tape. Uh, not having Debo is proving to be a little bit more of a difficult time for San Francisco than they probably anticipated initially. But it is weird that they got their first two losses, two in a row, especially against a Minnesota Vikings team that didn't play well at the beginning of the year, and now they go ahead and beat the second-best team in the NFC. It's pretty, it's pretty damning, honestly. I mean, the Vikings... I called it earlier in the season. They could very well win this division. They could. The NFC North, I mean, they I don't, are I don't think, starting I mean, to not, get hot. They're not close to it yet, but. They've won three of their last four games. Right. I know, but I'm still the, they're still three and four. Everybody's saying they might trade Kirk Cousins, this, this, that. I don't. How could you? Uh, they're I, not at this How point. could you? And also. You couldn't. They, they were never going to trade Kirk Cousins. No. That was never going to be an option for them. So, like, people were talking about that, like, oh, send him to, what, the Jets? It's like, what do you do when Rodgers comes back? Because it seems like he's a robo guy, and he was just coming back in week 17 at this point. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of like, I think the 49ers are coming back down to earth a little bit. People figure them out a little bit. And I think the Vikings are coming back to the middle, too. Because, again, they won the majority of their games last year on one-score drives, or one-score excuse me, one score differences, and they made it work this time and didn't throw the game away at the end where they very yeah. much could have lost it at the end. Jordan Addison, welcome so to the good. NFL. Talk about a welcome to the NFL. J.J. Jettis leaves, next man up. Here we go, Jordan Addison. Could we say that Kirk Cousins played better because he didn't feel the need to get the ball to Justin Jefferson every other play? It's or? possible. I'm not saying not it's probable, not, but, but it's possible. Just saying. All right, well, that was week seven in the NFL. Yeah. Can you believe it, people? We are almost halfway through the NFL season. What a shame. This is almost sad, but More we're gonna please. we're just gonna keep it moving because we're not the holiday season yet, but we're gonna keep it going. All right, so week eight picks. Are we ready to rip it? Bucks and Bills, Mike. Who you got? Well, I got to make a comeback here. So for the record. I ended the week at seven and six. Pick up a game on Vince. Vince was six and seven. Yep. So I am three games com- ahead for the year. The comeback begins. All right. So let's do it. Go ahead. Bucks to Bills, Mike. Give me the Bills, and they're going to win really big. Jets at Giants. Give me the Jets. I also am taking the Jets. Which wow. Is, um, I like them a little bit. Wow. Jags Zero at parody. Steelers. Ooh. It's going to be an interesting game. I'm going to roll it to Jags, though. I will take the Steelers because wow. they are weird and they win games that sometimes they shouldn't win. Um, Eagles at Commandus. Well, the last time the Eagles played in Washington, they had a game. More so to bring out Devontae Smith had an absolute banger of a game. I would say this. I, I don't. The commies played them really close. Especially with the Eagles. I, I'm still going to pick the Eagles. I'm going to take them as well because why would they lose? And I picked against them. 
once last week, and it was a bad idea. So I'm not going to do that again. Rams at Cowboys. This smells like a Cowboys loss. Give me the Rams. Taking the Rams. I will take the boys. We'll see what they end up doing. Sounds I'm not about right. entirely confident about that. NFC North matchup, Vikings at Packers. Oh, give me the Vikings. Sound that horn. I think the Vikings are absolutely winning this, too. I think oh, the yeah. Packers are atrocious. And oh, yeah. also, it's always fucked the Packers. Oh, yeah. Falcons at Titans. Turd Bowl. Um, Turd Bowl. Toilet Bowl. Uh, Raider season? I don't know. I'm rolling with the leg of Young Way Koo because uh, my old hoe. Not so cool. <laughs> Young ho cool. I'm going to take them as well. I really don't like this Titans team as far as I can throw them. Wow, no parodies. Patriots at Dolphins. Two weeks in a row, Mike. No, no way. Dolphins no, win this game. Because the Patriots suck, and I They agree. don't suck. Yes, they do. They They're suck. getting better. They suck pretty bad. No, it's still going to be really hot in Miami, and it's a day game. Yep. It's at noon, and they do it on purpose where Miami has shade and the home team or in the yeah. way team doesn't. And so. also the Patriots have Matt Jones, and he's not good. All right, it, Saints <laughs> at Colts. You know, Derek Carr doesn't look healthy, may have a groin injury Jeez. coming into this week. I, I'm I'm going to roll with the Minshew. I also am as well because I think they're really pissed about that loss. Minshew. Texans at Panthers. Give me the dog of a quarterback in C.J. Stroud. Yeah. I think he has a lot to prove this week. Uh, these are the two won two picks in the NFL draft this past season, and I do believe that they are going to want to compete, so I want C.J. Stroud. Sadly, I have to agree with that as well because oh we want the Panthers to fucking Where is the parody, people? Oh, we got two games already, so we're good. All right. Uh, Browns at Seahawks. Give me the Seahawks. Don't don't like it. Phillip. No, I'm taking Seahawks. No? Cheeto Smith might not play. Give me the Browns. Wow. I'll take the Browns. We'll see how Phillip wow. does this week. Wow, Philly boy. Bengals at 49ers. All right. So Brock Purdy, concussion protocol, looking to be the case that he doesn't play on Sunday, which means it's the only thing to say that it's Sam Darnold's season. <laughs> I'm still not going to take the 49ers. Yeah, Give me say. the Bengals. I think Joey B has a game uh, coming off bye week. I think they really get it together here. I think that I got to take the Bengals as well because they got to get it going at some point. Right now, seems like it. I think we can might as well just skip this game. Chiefs at Broncos. We know who's going to win it. Chiefs are winning that game. The Broncos suck. Moving on. Ravens at Cardinals. Same shit. Ravens. Yeah. Locker in. Moving on. Now we get that primetime Sunday night game. The Bears at the Chargers. Listen, I, if Bagnet can play just a solid game. I'm gonna give me the Bears. I'm there I'm rolling with it. I will not be taking the Bears. <laughs> the Bears. Oh, it bears. fits perfectly too. Does we both go. have fat heads? Big Fun fact. fucking heads. Go Chargers! I'm taking the Chargers. Bears. Raiders at Lions. Comeback game for the Lions, Mike. Absolutely. Yeah, the Raiders They've, aren't gonna win they, this game. Yeah, what a turd of a game. There's our picks. You will see how we do. Uh, next week we're back in person people look at us go look at us mike's got a bear hat on at the end of the episode vince has a bull's hat on for the whole episode (laughs) our atrocious team yeah uh in the chicago landscape so who do the bulls play this week vince i don't even know so the bulls actually tip off for the first time tomorrow oh okay the bulls are oh no excuse me they're playing right now i got the days wrong oh my god Lord, we're missing it as a oh, sports my podcast. Lanta. 
Well, yeah, we're recording. Thunder at Bulls. It's 64-63 in the third right now. They play again on Friday in Toron- or at, against Toronto at home, and then they move on to the Pistons after that. When will Lonzo Ball come back? Do you have any idea? Lonzo Ball may never come back ever. There's, I, not, I there's don't, no timetable. I don't right think now. there's a chance now. For everybody watching this, we'll see. The Bulls right now are winning by a legitimate point. Yep. Uh, or That's a good Thunder a bucket. team. Yeah. Good Thunder team. Good Thunder team. We'll see how they do. I mean, the Thunder haven't been good in a really long time. And they this got Bulls those team. young studs. Chad Holgram's back. We got freaking Shea Gilgis-Alexander trying to come up and do another NBA first team year. There's a chance that they're going to be good. And Josh Giddy, our Australian king. Hey, Kobe White on this game so far, 10 points. DeMar DeRozan, 14. We'll see. I mean, don't have any high expectations with Dame Lillard now. Oh, dear God. Yeah. This is definitely going to be one. That's tough. But as always, people, we can't be here in the flesh every week, and we can't do this. But what we can do is keep pushing that amazing content, which we know you guys love. Now, as always, every week, you got to follow it. Follow it. You got to subscribe now subscribe. because that's a thing. You got to yeah. hit that little bell. So please do Ring-a-ding-ding. that. Ring a ding ding. Subscribe to us, please. You're on the socials. Please drop us a follow. We would be more than happy to entertain you on that as well. And we will always see you next week. I would be ashamed not to mention your parents. You know, you should let them know about the podcast because in the beginning we were talking about the parents. You should let the grandparents know. You should let your siblings know about the pod. We'll see you next week, baby. Peace.